I'm Ryan. I'm a science teacher. I'm Cheryl, and I slept through science. Each episode, we'll tackle a science question you may have learned in school, but can't quite remember or fully explain. And I'll take the risk of asking the dumb questions so that we can all understand the science we slept through. The bell has rung. Let's get started. Welcome to lesson four. Yay. Hey, Cheryl. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> so what's the question for today's lesson? Oh my gosh, Ryan, I'm very excited about this question. Okay. Um, this is the first question that is not from me, but from one of, you could say my classmates, maybe. Okay. What do you mean one of your classmates? Well, our podcast has started releasing and yes. we have... We have listeners at yep. the audio podcast. We have viewers on YouTube and we have been asking our audience for questions. That's true. So that they can be a student in our class and ask their own questions of the teacher. And Nolene S on YouTube asked us a question. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. I know. I'm so excited. So I'm going to read it to you and we'll okay. just jump right in. Awesome. So Nolene asks, why do we get cold symptoms when the weather changes? Oh, okay. Cold symptoms like stuffy nose, scratchy throat. Yeah. Stuff maybe like a that. cough, things yep. like that. Sneezing okay. maybe? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. Cold systems when symptoms when the weather changes. All right. Well, Cheryl, what do you think? Why do you think that we get cold symptoms when the weather changes? Gosh, I I think that it feels kind of twofold to me. Okay. Because it feels like we also get more colds when the weather changes. And then we also get these symptoms. And so I'm curious without being able to dialogue with Nolene about this question. Um I guess we focus on the symptoms part since that was her literal question. Um, but I wonder, like, the first place my brain goes to is seasonal allergies. Okay. And I wonder how much of what we perceive as cold symptoms is seasonal allergies. And part of why I say that is because I am fairly certain now that I've actually had allergies for years and just mm. thought, like, this is weird that my nose is running a little extra and my ears are itchy and things like that. And it wasn't until I got married and my husband pointed out, like, those are allergies. You are having allergy symptoms. And if you take something for it, it will help. And it's not all year long. It's when the weather changes that these mm. allergies come around. So I guess to me, that's like the first place I go. But also I wonder, like, with the weather... I'm going to think mainly it's about the weather getting colder, like we get into winter time. Okay. And then I don't know, does the cold aggravate anything? Does it actually like, are germs spreading more when it's colder? Are things not spreading the same or are we not experiencing the same when like either it's warmer out or we, we are outside more and inside less like does it have to do with how much time we spend indoors or have our windows closed and so things are different 
Or if it has to do with actually getting colds, then is it that, like, is there something about the germs that spread in a different way in different climates? Or are germs spreading just, this is how germs spread, and it's just, that's what it is. So those are kind of my initial thoughts. Yeah, that's a that's a wide variety of thoughts. <laughs> For not having been the one to ask the question, you sure are thoughtful about it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Cheryl, I am extra impressed this week. Really? Yes. All of the things that I was going to explain, you have already mentioned. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when do you start shelling out the gold stars then? I think you earned a gold star today. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's my first gold star on this podcast <laughs> or in any podcast, actually. <laughs> I'll go ahead and add some additional details to what you said, but I'm just going to use kind of the framework of what you talked about because you hit all of the big components. Yes, love it. Yeah. Sounds great. You first talked about the seasonal allergies, and that is actually a big one, is oftentimes when those seasons change is when plants are giving off different pollens and things like that. Even in the fall, sometimes it happens, and then also in the spring, and that often is something that people don't necessarily notice as allergies, like you described for yourself. Yeah. Which, as someone who has known that he's had allergies since he was five, that is a little surprising to me, <laughs> but again, I've had it pretty much my entire life. So I kind of am used to what those symptoms are, which if, if you don't, they kind of do feel like a cold sometimes. Yeah. And I just wonder if it's people like me who have way less intense of allergies mm -hmm. that it's harder to really identify what's going on there. Yeah, that definitely could be a factor. And some of the references that I've read in preparation for this also talked about how sometimes people will say, oh, I've had a cold for months. Hmm. And that is kind of a clue or an indication that it might not be a cold. It might be allergies because allergies will persist over long periods of time. Whereas a cold, typically your immune system is able to fight it off within a few weeks. Yeah, it feels like if you've had a cold for months that like either you're getting something far more serious mm -hmm. or like it's not actually a cold. Yeah. Interesting. This is probably a good time to mention I am not a medical professional, so I'm not offering medical advice <laughs> or diagnosing <laughs> or anything like that. I'm just offering my knowledge of how things work. So, Well, here's my <laughs> advice. Go talk to your doctor if something weird go. is going on. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Great advice. <laughs> so the second thing you talked about was how you thought that the cold actual temperatures might be affecting why we're experiencing more symptoms. And you said maybe germs are spreading more. Yeah. And whether or not is that germs are necessarily spreading more, viruses specifically, and the cold is caused by not just one virus. There are several different viruses that lead to what we call the cold, but the cold, most of the time it's what's called a rhinovirus. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> there are actually some coronaviruses that are not COVID-19, but are cause a cold also. So it kind of depends, but viruses and including the viruses that cause the flu, they actually do better. They replicate more easily in cold, dry air. Oh, so when it's Winter. colder, yeah, exactly. When it's colder and typically drier air, they are more successful at replicating in a host like a human. So then I wonder, does that mean that in states or like climates that are much warmer kind of throughout the year, that these viruses are traveling less or differently? That's a really good question. And I didn't initially know the answer and had to do a little bit of research <laughs> to find out. And best I can come up with is we don't really know for sure. Hmm. It sounds like in the tropics, they still get the flu. They still get colds. And sometimes in the opposite times when it's actually warmer during their monsoon season, where it's warmer and a lot wetter. Oh, So I think it's, there's a lot of factors going on there. And I think also there are multiple, I think I, I think I read that there's over 200 different viruses that cause colds and flus. Cool. <laughs> so that means they can, you know, depending on that particular virus, they may, there might be maybe the ones here in North America that we're used to do better in cold weather, but the ones in the tropics do better in warm weather because that's what the weather tends to do. And so they're more mm -hmm. successful. Interesting. I think so. Good question. Thanks. <laughs> so far, you've talked about the germs, and I'm going to talk about viruses, spreading more when it's colder outside, and we talked about that. Another side of that, not only do they replicate better and faster in the cold, dry air, but our immune systems are reduced when it's colder and drier. Why? Well, and maybe immune system is not the right word, but like the, like our mucous membranes and things, they dry out. So the reason we have snot, <laughs> that's mucus, uh -huh. right? And we actually have mucus on the inside of, uh, of our mouths and things as well to be able to catch stuff like viruses and bacteria that's floating through the air and keep it from getting in. But when it's cold and dry, that dries out a whole lot faster and easier. Okay. So it isn't as good at catching those things when they come in in the first place. So when I heard the interview with the actress who plays Kate in Lost okay. talking about Evangeline Lilly. Yes, uh -huh. I heard an interview with Evangeline Lilly. She was talking about all these flights she was on while they were shooting Lost because they shot it in Hawaii, but she lived mm -hmm. in LA. So she's on planes a lot and trying to not get sick on planes yeah. all the time. And she said that she puts lotion in her nose so that her nose doesn't get all dried out and that helps her immune response. And I thought maybe that sounds um, like comforting if your nose feels mm -hmm. dry, but I was wondering like, does that work? Because you hear actresses tell you a lot of pieces of medical <laughs> advice and that doesn't mean that they're true. That is very true. Yeah. But is that possible then that that makes a difference? It sounds like maybe I've never heard of that as a strategy before. And I would want to see actual data on it what the concept makes sense but whether that makes enough of a difference that is where my question would lie got it 
right? And it might, maybe it does, but also maybe it technically makes a difference, but not enough to actually prevent you from getting sick. That's a possibility. So when I like to use my humidifier in the winter, Mm -hmm. it's possible that not only does my humidifier help me if I'm already sick and not feeling great, but that it actually could help me, my body prevent itself from getting sick. Yeah. As a matter of fact, using a humidifier is one of the things that I read that is a potential way to help you reduce the chances of getting sick in the winter because then the air is not as dry, which means the viruses don't replicate as quickly or as easily and your immune system doesn't dry out quite as much or your, like your mucous membranes and things like that. So Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> I turned off my humidifier before we oh, recorded because it, <laughs> it looks like there's weird steam, vapor, a dragon yep. in my room, but now it feels fitting for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Got to run that. Wow. That's a pretty powerful humidifier. Over yeah. There. I love it. Wow. Maybe I should invest in a humidifier. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then the last thing that you talked about is... Maybe people are outside more in the summer and inside more in the winter. And that is also a factor that we think affects the fact that we tend to get sick, get colds, viruses, and have those symptoms more often in the wintertime when it's colder. And it doesn't even have to be winter. It can be fall or whenever that change happens, which is what we're talking about, right? There's that change. If it's going into something that's colder, we're more likely to spend more time inside, which means we're more likely to be in a smaller, closer quarters with more other people. And I think we're more aware of that now since COVID than we may have been previously. So that outdoor dining option being quote unquote safer is actually safer. Potentially. Again, I don't have actual data and I don't want to make a for sure claim, but when the air is moving and there's a bigger space of air for things to spread out in, it is less likely that what you are going to encounter is that one thing from that other person from wherever it is. So outdoor dining should be safer. And I mean, I think the CDC main recommendations around things like that as well. Right. So it's not, that stuff is not totally crazy. Is it a guarantee? Of course not, but it definitely makes a difference. And we see that in the fact that we tend to share viruses and other germs more often in the winter than we do in the summer, at least in North America in general. Interesting. Yeah. Cheryl, are you going to give me gold stars? Is that what this weird? I already did give you a gold star. Okay, but you you have an ominous tone and I don't know what's coming next. Yes, you do. It's your favorite part of the oh. of the whole episode. The okay, whole so lesson. I was thinking that since it wasn't my question, uh-huh. that I should not be the responsible party for the pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Does this well, logic check out? I mean, I'm following your logic. Who is the responsible party then? Uh, Nolene. Well, that's great, but I don't think Nolene's here. Oh, okay. Fine. Probably listening. Hi, Nolene. Thanks for asking the question. <laughs> okay. Fine. I volunteer as tribute. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Question number one. 
what are the three main reasons we get cold symptoms when the weather changes? Number one, seasonal allergies. Number two, we are actually getting more colds because viruses really like cold and dry climates. Number three, we all move inside. And then our awful germs that normally just go off into the universe in the air when we're enjoying our outdoor movies and our outdoor dining and our kayaking during the summer <laughs> go into each other's noses when we're all having coffee together in the winter. That makes it sound so gross. <laughs> it's true, but it still makes it sound gross. <laughs> okay. Why do viruses spread more when the seasons change? Did I answer that or do you want more? Partially, but I'm looking for a little bit more. Why do they spread more when the seasons change? Oh, well, part of it is our immune response is down. Okay. But I don't know. Is that part of what spreading is? Does that like fall under that umbrella? It does because when viruses replicate, that allows okay. them to spread more. Got it. That makes sense. So it is, okay. it's related. Yeah. Okay. So our immune systems suck in the winter, apparently, and we get all weird and dry and then our lovely mucus isn't doing its job anymore. This is a gross episode. Um <laughs> Oh, I'm sure we will have way grosser episodes than this oh, at some boy. point in the future. I bet you're right. <laughs> and also, what else? We're in close quarters indoors, which I already said. Mm -hmm. What else? There's something you're looking for that I haven't. Well, that said was one yet. of them. That was one of them. Okay. What about the environment for viruses, and which you've referenced, but cold and dry. Mm-hmm. And they like cold and dry. They do. <laughs> they replicate more and more quickly. Oh, okay. They more okay. easily replicate. They can make more of themselves. Okay. So in science, the word like and the word replicate more and make more of themselves do not mean exactly the same thing. Is that, what, is that what I'm gathering yeah, from you here? Yeah. Okay. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question. Okay. If you wanted to reduce your chances of feeling cold-like symptoms the next time the seasons change, Ooh. what could you do? I could learn if I have allergies that I don't know about. Okay. Maybe that's going to a doctor or maybe that's just paying a little bit more attention to what my body is doing and seeing how long is it lasting? Is it happening at the same time every year? Or after I vacuum or whatever the case. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then take some sort of allergy medication or maybe it is talking to my doctor and getting an allergy test. So that would be one thing. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I am getting sick every year and I need to get a humidifier <laughs> and wear a face mask and live in a hole and never talk to anyone or be in person and only take my meetings on Zoom and dine outdoors even if it's freezing um and put lotion up my nose when i go on an airplane <laughs> hey you know what I, I i'm sure that everyone will be doing that the next time the seasons change because that sounds lovely <laughs> 
great job. You got Thanks. it. Yay. See, and you were all worried and you did just fine. Oh, thank you. I think that's all we've got for the lesson today. So why don't you pack up your stuff and get ready for my closing remarks? You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Slept Through Science or on Twitter at Slept Science. If you have dumb science questions like I do, please send them to us. You can email us at isleptthroughscience at gmail.com or you can even send us a voice memo and we'll play it on the podcast. Please rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and share about our podcast on social media. Thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is something. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. Ah, the bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you.